get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy. It's Back Talk. Welcome everybody to another episode of Back Talk. I got Andy here with me as usual. Uh, I don't know if he's a dumb fuck, pissed off, whatever he is today. I don't know. But we got a special guest that Wu brought into us. Uh, Jason Cohen. Hey, Jason, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I want to thank Tony for inviting me on this week. So, uh, Tony kind of told us you had a secret that you're going to want to expose tonight. I think we'll get to that later, but you can dabble yeah. in on that if you want a little bit. Or How was your week? Uh, my week's been pretty well. I've been doing my wrestling editing. I usually edit videos pretty much all week after the show. It's been pretty pretty busy as it normally is. We got two shows coming up next week, so Yeah, you're with Supreme, right? Correct. You're with Andy right. at Supreme, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I seen some of your videos and stuff. Looks pretty good. I mean I, I think I met you when I was down in Indiana. I saw you. I don't know if I got to meet you. But yeah, Supreme's a pretty cool space there. They got a good pretty good family there. Yeah, they certainly do. Uh, so what else have you done this week besides the editing and the shows that you got coming up? I just watched a little bit of football. Not too much, really. I think that's what most of us trying did this to catch past up on week. Yeah, I think we're all trying to do that, too. There's a lot of yeah. stuff coming out there, and I think we'll cover that as the show goes. I think there's a lot of wrestling out there right now with everything going on and um, a lot of football going on with the uh, championship yeah. games this weekend and what the divisional round was. But... I think we'll kick it off to Andy. Andy, how was your week? I'm guessing you're a little pissed off to see KFC here. Well, it was my week was good until today. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, I am going to do my best, okay? I am going to do my best. We have a guest. Unfortunately, we have a guest. I'm going to do my best to be professional this week. He's not in my room, not in my like, I can't reach him, so there's nothing I can really do about this. Thank you, Tony. Fuck you, Wu. Um, so, we'll just we'll just be professional about this. I understand there is a big secret, and I'm kind of excited to hear what this secret is anyway. So, I don't know. My week was all right. It was all right until today. I'm going to be all right today, too. Um... Didn't, I didn't actually do a whole hell of a lot this week. I we did. Stephen and I had a match, a little, little tune-up, little tune-up for um, King of Supreme. Ended up we wrestled Andrew Williams, who uh, some people may remember him. He was a guest on this podcast from OVW. Um, yeah. Bad, bad country, Andrew Williams. So we we got a chance to wrestle him. Um, except the fucking referee. The fucking referee, Jake, threw me out. Like. Match. What? That was the best part of the match. <laughs> uh, he had no right to throw me out. I'm not an employee. Listen, I'm not an employee of Supreme Wrestling. Like, Damon Blade can't do anything about me. I'm not an employee of Supreme Wrestling. I'm an employee of Steven Storms. It's, I, I have signed him. I have signed him as an agent in my my personal business as an agent and a manager for him. It kind of sounds like we got two sides of a story here about why you got thrown out, though. So maybe we need to figure out which one is true. Because the referee's an idiot. 
Well, why did you get thrown out? That was online. You can clearly see you grabbing his leg three or four times. I mean, man, the referee had to do what he had to do. His leg was in my way. Like, what, what am I supposed to? I'm just outside. Like, his leg should not be outside the ring. I'm outside the ring. So he, his leg got in my way. I don't know what I'm like. And this this referee, and you know, listen, I'll, Steven and I are like best friends. So if he reaches out to me to like hold my hand, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to hold his hand and make him feel comfortable. <laughs> I, I don't understand what is wrong with that. When I held his hand, the referee kicked it. Jason, can you see what we got to deal with on this episode, on this show? I'm so sorry for you guys. <laughs> I only got to see him once or maybe twice a week. But How are you going to feel after next week, Mr. KFC, when you have to bow to the king? I'm not going to bow to the king, but I give it to Steven Storm. He has a chance to win it. He can get it done in the ring, but. I'm not bowing. Bow. You're gonna bow. You're gonna kiss his foot. Well, if Stephen wins, King of Supreme, what does that make you? That makes me the Prime Minister. I think I think Jason might have a different say on that and what that makes you. Well, I guess that would make. You, I guess I'd make you the Queen. I guess. <laughs> I'm just stirring the pot here. This is what I'm now listen, to do today. Listen, stir this pot. That, the, and see, this is why this is why I had an issue with Jason Cohen to begin with. He is so disrespectful to the people of Supreme. We already have a queen of Supreme. She has a belt around her waist. A championship. A woman's championship that makes her the queen of Supreme. Why would you disrespect her like that? Respecting her. <laughs> nah, I think that's disrespectful. Catsy, I'm sorry that you have been disrespected by Mr. KFC. <laughs> Casey's the women's champion, but... Whoever! <laughs> anyway, that's my week, Dustin. How about you? I had a pretty good week. Uh, I had a meeting at the racetrack, getting stuff ready for this coming season. Did the Daytona 24 on iRacing. Ended up doing a couple sessions of that because we got wrecked out of the first one. But that was uh, a race for 36 hours. It's always fun. Race with a few friends and just had some fun. I mean, I think you've been a part of those endurance races, Andy. You know what that's like. Um, but I did not get any sleep this weekend. I actually slept through football. So you guys are going to have to fill me in on what happens in a lot of football games. This past weekend. Not, how did you sleep through those football games? I did, had four hours of sleep in probably two days. So Sunday, yesterday was a sleep day. You, you slept through the entire script. Yep. Because probably because I knew how the script was going. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I predicted pretty much everything that was going on. But no, other than that, my week was all right. Work like usual. And just kind of chilled out, stayed inside because it was cold. I'm going to get outside a little bit this week. We're in the 30s, so may not sound warm to everybody, but that's warm to us up here in the, the northern part. So it's not too bad. Okay. I mean, not much else going on. I mean, just uh, another fun-filled week. 
So you missed all the football. Yeah. All right. So, Most of it. I got to see some of it. Uh, you got a kicker that doesn't <laughs> miss field goals, miss a field goal? Well, that, that's what happens when uh, they put the stat up there, and it's called the announcer's curse. I did see that. That's happened to the Vikings a lot. <laughs> I'm used to that. You've had two two field goals missed that, that could have changed the outcome of the game in two yep. different games. Oh, yeah. Um, but we, we like to talk about the script and how – I called it, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, I called uh, Ravens Niners based on the, the logo being purple and red, right? Got a new theory. Oh boy. Got a new theory. What is what does blue and red make? I don't know. My mind's shot. Jason, you know? No. 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 Blue and red makes purple. Yeah. Okay. So hear me out. What's the hottest thing going on in the NFL right now? What is everybody pulling for? Ravens? No. Kansas City? No. The Niners? No. Detroit? Everybody's pulling for Detroit. <laughs> I was getting there. Everybody's pulling for Detroit. I had to go through all the teams. Okay. And what would be this? So that would be one of the greatest things for the NFL to have in the Super Bowl would be Detroit. Okay. The second yeah. greatest thing to be in the Super Bowl would be what? Kansas City. Why? Because they sucked all year, and all of a sudden they can catch a ball. No. And and Taylor Swift would be there. Taylor Swift. And if Detroit's there, you got Eminem versus T-Swizzle. Taylor Swift and the Lions. And Eminem. There's only two outcomes to this. To, to these NF, or NFC and AFC championship games. Only two. Okay? It's either going to be the Niners and the Raver, Ravens. Ravers? The Ravers. I like Ravers. it. I like, I like Ravers. Listen, everybody knows <laughs> I, I'm into EDM music. So, um, I, 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 I would take the Ravers for sure. But um, it's going to be the Niners and the Ravens or... The Lions and the Chiefs. Only way it happens. In either case, in either case, it's either the Niners or the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So what you're saying is that the winner of the first game, Chiefs and Ravens, you should put all your money on the other, on the opposite, whatever, whoever they would play is what you're saying. Exactly. Put your life savings on it. I, I I like it. I I would love to see the I I I live in the NFC North, but I would love to see the Lions win a Super Bowl just because of how their franchise has been since the nineties. I think it'd be cool, but I don't see it happening. I see it Baltimore being San Francisco. That's just how I've seen it all year. But so, but let me ask you, what? So there's an advantage to three of the four teams of having them in the Super Bowl for the for the NFL. What's the advantage, really, for having Baltimore? Baltimore. For what reason? 
done. What Why college coach? Which which college coach is coming out this year? Arbaugh. Okay. What if his brother wins a Super Bowl? Be a second one. And now that gives him. Now now we got the Harbaugh Harbaugh Bowl with Jim coming out and trying to chase his brother. Yeah, he tried to do that in the first time they met in the Super Bowl, and that didn't go very well. Yeah. I still think if there wasn't the power outage, I think the Niners would have won that game. But that's just how I feel. I just, I, 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 the only, and, and the only reason I even say that I changed my mind to the Lions was because of the Kansas City game outcome. I kind of saw Kansas City beating Buffalo just because that's how it's going to be. But Well, you don't want to send Taylor home early. Now or Jason Kelsey. Because I think Jason Kelsey stole the show yesterday from Taylor Swift. Oh, heck yeah. So, what better entertainment for non-football fans to tune into the Super Bowl other than the commercial and the halftime show than to see Taylor Swift and a drunk Jason Kelsey? And who knows what Eminem will be doing. (laughs) Right. If he's there. Probably trying to hit on... Taylor while Jason's playing. So or while Travis was, is playing. So it was rumored earlier in the year that they offered Taylor Swift the halftime show. Do you think this is why she didn't take it? Because he would be playing? Because they were already together before it was out? What if, since, since Kansas City will be in the game, she's a surprise act at the halftime show? Usher, though? I don't know with Usher. I don't know if that would be a, I don't know if that would be a fit. Or she sings the national anthem. That's already, already. Did they already uh, say that? Yeah, I think it's Reba. I want to say. What was that, Jason? This guy doesn't have a voice. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no, you're, you're good. Yeah, I don't it know. Might be a, it might be a timeout thing in Discord. That's why I wanted to get you to say something to see if that yeah, was. <laughs> We're playing, we're playing with technical difficulties over here at Backtalk. We're learning this stuff. We're always good at that. We're always trying new things. Listen, <laughs> it's, it's the brains of our guest. Okay, what's the... Never mind. I don't know what brains has to do with it. <laughs> you ain't got none. Okay. <laughs> so what do you... Go ahead, Mr. Jason Cohen. Which team eats more KFC in the Super Bowl? I have no idea. Oh, that'd be Jason. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, picture this. Say the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and what if, like, during their celebration, that's when Jason Kelsey announces his retirement? <laughs> he's, he's waiting till after the Super Bowl because he doesn't want to take the spotlight away from his brother. Right. So, and he's going to retire and then sign with the Chiefs so he can play with his brother. Uh, I could see that. I could see that easily happening. I mean, shit, yeah. he was wearing Chiefs gear yesterday. Well, I think I think Jason's is sick of the tush push. There was a lot of times he was. He even came out and said it. He goes, every time they called that play, I was like, he was like, fuck my life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's gonna die on that play. That'd be a good play for uh, for Jason Cohen. 
You good at the tush, tush push? push? No. Not good at that? I, I don't know where you're getting at, but no. Because <laughs> he's always getting at something, right? <laughs> always. Well, what what is... All right, Jason, what is your thoughts on the games this weekend? And then what is your thoughts for the winners of the AFC and NFC? Well, I didn't get to see any of the Saturday games for being a Supreme, but um, I, I really thought the Bills were going to pull it out, and then they screwed up that kick at the end. I, I think it's going to end up being the Lions and the Ravens, but who knows? Lions and the Ravens. That is the uh, that's the game I said wouldn't happen. That's probably why I picked it. <laughs> you got to go with the logo, man. The logo means something. Look at the last three logos. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go back. Go back to Cincinnati. It was orange and yellow. Okay. Was the logo. Last year was green and red. This year, purple and red. So, you got to go with the logos. And, and it's always the least amount of color that wins. Yes, the least amount of color wins the game. So, that's why I said no matter what, you know, if it's San Francisco or the Chiefs, only one red team will make it. But that is your Super Bowl winner. Yep. Bank on. That's all I can say. And if bet San the money Francisco, line, people. If if San Francisco wins, it breaks the Cousins curse too. No court, no team that no quarterback, no team that's lost the Kirk Cousins in the regular season has won the Super Bowl. Well, he that might break this year since he broke. Yep, that's why it would make sense that it breaks this year, and the only team left is San Francisco that he beat. Yeah. Well, that's my prediction. So, if anybody wants to make some money next week, watch the first game, know the winner, (laughs) and bet the second game based on the outcome of the first game. And if I'm wrong, sorry about your luck, but I'm not. I will will say I believe it's uh, 49ers and Ravens. But that last drive with the Bills, Jason, you said the kicker missed the field goal. But uh, Josh Allen also missed two wide-open people not not having to throw the ball for 30 or 40 freaking yards. So, I mean, and Buffalo's always been a hard place to kick and all that. I think it would have played out a whole lot different if he would have hit Diggs wide open. But Diggs did drop a pass earlier in the game, so he might not have confidence in him. Or Josh Allen just wanted to be the hero. But we all saw what happened last year when they left in uh, Kansas City, uh, 17 seconds. What was going to happen? You left them a minute 40. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's a whole different world there. So, but well, we'll see. That's that's my thoughts on that. Um, and then we just got a couple weeks till the Super Bowl. Um, I want to touch on what's going on in between the AFC, NFC games and the Super Bowl. I didn't realize it until this week, but I saw commercials. I've been saying it for years. I think everybody's been saying it for years they, that the Pro Bowl needs to go to two-hand touch or flag football. And what the fuck are they doing this year? Flag football. Flag football! Like, oh, oh, is anybody watching this? 
Jason, are you going to watch this? I don't. Yeah, we're gonna do. I watched it last year. It was so kind of interesting. They're not the same on this, but they do skill competitions in, in the yeah. during the game as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, last year it was like two day thing. I think. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know, like the they, Thursday before, they always do like a skills competition, and I think they're doing that yeah, again this yeah. year. And then Sunday during the game, during the game, there's actually skills competitions as well during the game for points. They didn't do yeah, flag football last year, did they? Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Shows you how much I pay attention to the Pro Bowl. Um, well, the thing is, is like we've touched on this before, Andy, in the in the show that um, baseball is the only thing that has a meaningful play, uh, all-star game. They stopped that. I too. mean, what? They stopped that too a couple years ago. Oh, did they? I didn't know that. I don't pay attention yeah. to it. The NHL does a pretty good one, though. I thought too. NHL is actually the only one that has a meaningful game because the t- the winning team. Gets a million bucks to split up, or a hundred thousand dollars, whatever it is, they split up within the team members. The MLB changed the winner of the All Star Game getting home field advantage a couple years ago. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah I remember so, they did that because it, it ended in a tie the one year, and they're trying to make them play for something. But, yeah. yeah, I thought they had the home field advantage too, but I guess they took that away. So, yeah, I didn't know they took That's, that away. It's no longer a thing. Um, oh, I learned something so on the this podcast. NHL right? only has it uh, is the only one that has actually something meaningful, and it's fun to yep. like if you watch the NHL All Star Game, it's fun to watch, even if you're a non hockey fan, because they don't play five on five for the All Star Game. They play three-on-three. It's a wide-open game. There's a lot of skill being shown off with these guys that can handle the puck and, you know, do different things with the puck. Um, It's like if anybody watches hockey and enjoys three-on-three overtime, it's three-on-three overtime for the entire time. Yep. Um, And they split you up into four teams, um, and they do it tournament style, so you get extra games. It's not just one game. It's extra games. It's, It's a... It's a fun event to watch. It's enjoyable. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, like NBA, I don't watch the NBA to begin with, um, so I don't. I don't care about that. Although it's in Indy this year, um, and so I actually look because my my youngest plays basketball and likes basketball. So I was like, well, let's look at this. Just. The skills competition for, like, the dunk competition, three-point competition, $350 cheapest ticket. Yep. And then I looked, and the All-Star game is, like, over 1000 Yeah, the only All-Star game I've ever went to was the WNBA All-Star game. Just because we were in Minneapolis and it was there. And I can't remember what we paid for tickets, but there was, it was no more than 30 bucks. Like I think for the NBA though, we're, we're the the convention center is holding a <clears throat> like an NBA experience where it's got some interactive stuff and some some players signing and whatever. So I think we're probably going to go up and try and check that out. But uh, be again, fun. because my youngest is in the basketball and college basketball, I'll follow really come March. Other yeah, than same, that, I'm, I'm yeah, not same a basketball here. guy. 
not basketball. If I'm sitting so. at home, I'll catch a college game here or there. But it kind of sucks living in Minnesota. The only the best team we have is the Timberwolves right now, and I hate the NBA. So, <laughs> yeah, the NBA to me is just not. Uh, it's not. It's not bad right? to go. It's not bad to go, but especially if you're not an NBA fan, it's not bad to go because you can pick a game to go to that it doesn't matter. That could be a meaningless shit team that they're playing. Um, because the NBA. A lot of teams price their tickets per their opponent. Yep. So when we have gone and the kids loved it, absolutely, both boys loved it. Um, we would just go and see whoever. Um, if we can get a ticket to go see Philly, we'll go see Philly. But um, we've just gone and picked like a Friday or Saturday night with a shitty team, and that you know you can get in for you know thirty five bucks whatever um it's not bad and it can be an enjoyable experience just for a night out but i'm just not an nba fan me either so uh other than that yeah uh what did i I had something else i was gonna bring up on that oh did you see it's all over tiktok speaking of the all-star game being in um indy did you see what the indianapolis airport did no, no. They put a full-size NBA court inside the airport. Like so, anybody who's not been inside the Indianapolis airport, they have a big round like rotunda that has uh, you know gift shops and like a food court, and it's before you get to security. Wow. In the middle of this, they put an NBA. Basketball court. Obviously, it's to promote the All-Star game. Right. Um, but go on TikTok and search Indianapolis Airport basketball court. It's fucking phenomenal. Some guy came up with a, a great idea to use this. And he goes, let's have an, an uh, airport basketball league. You fly into some city and you get in a pickup game with some people. And then, like... You know, you you win, and then maybe you fly somewhere else to play somebody else at another, you know, airport or whatever. And, like, then you have, like, an NBA, NBA airport championship. Like, but you have to be on a flight to play. Get expensive. coming or going. They get expensive. Except for the guys that travel all the time. So, what do you think of that, Jason? Would you watch... Ed, would you watch... A airport basketball league. Pick I think I'd watch that. Yeah, I think I'd watch that. I might. <laughs> I, I might have to watch. Like, could you imagine? Like, oh, I'm good. You know, it's frigid. It's it's negative twenty. I'm not driving to see um, Dustin, so I'm gonna fly. So I'm gonna fly out of Indy, and I'm just walking through the airport. There's a fucking basketball game going on. Like that would make me stop and buy shit at these fucking restaurants and gift shops, right? Because I'm stopped there to watch this basketball game. You can fly into Minneapolis. I'll go to Sioux Falls and fly in Minneapolis. We'll get the pickup game. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Anyway, check that out on TikTok if you haven't seen it. I think it's it's worth worth checking out. Um, Let's get on to our guest. And I have... I, I don't know what kind of questions... 
Dustin might have for our guest. But I have one question that I think is important to ask of our guest, and that is Jason Cohen. I am trying to be as professional as possible today. What gives you the right or makes you think that because you are the music guy that you can get into the business of somebody who's in the ring? Oh, I don't know. It's just you were tormenting your son, and I just felt like I had to say something. I was tired of watching it happen. That's what started this whole thing. So you just think you could stick up for the little guy. Do you stick up for all the other guys that get picked on? No, not usually, but I just, I don't know. Something snapped in them. I had to do something. I had to say something to you. Okay. Did that make you feel good? No, not really. Did punching me make you feel good? That definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the highlight of your career? Probably. Probably. We'll get into your career in wrestling here in a second, but the, the, I guess the follow-up question, since we're being professional and we're trying okay. to, you know, get through a, a podcast together, do you think now is probably a good time for you to come out and admit that your victory is tainted based on you, you guys cheating? How, do, how exactly did we cheat? The only weapon in the match Steven brought in. I don't see how you you say we cheated. But he didn't hit anybody with it. He was going to. Your special enforcer hit somebody with it. She was doing what she was supposed to do. She was enforcing the rules, getting in there to make sure he didn't hit him with the garbage can. So she hit him with a garbage can? All she did was try to, if you watch the video, all she did was try to take it out of his hand. That's all she was trying to do. It kind of flew up in the air. I mean, gravity. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so we're blaming gravity for hitting well, Steven I mean, with a trash can. I mean, I just think it's a good time for you to just come out and admit, like, hey, you know what? Maybe there were some forces involved that helped me that day. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure the only force is when I knocked you on the mat, but I mean... I'm going to come out and just going to get involved in this a little bit. I mean, we've all grew up watching wrestling and all this, but usually the people who bring in the weapon get the weapon used on them. So maybe Steven should have brought it in. I'm that's, just not always tr- that's not always true. I, I brought about plenty of weapons and hit people with them. <laughs> about 85% of the time, whoever brings a weapon in, like they set up a chair or table or anything like that, it gets used on them. They're the ones going through that table or through that chair. That they're just not smart enough. I uh, mean, like, but 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 when you're saying that, Dustin, when you're saying that, it's used on them by their opponent, maybe, because they weren't smart enough to protect it. Okay? Uh, Madison pain in my ass is not... That again. ...is not our opponent in that match. But she was a part of the match. Correct me if I'm not wrong. That's right. The special enforcer. 
But she's not is supposed to enforce a trash can on the Stevens store. I've seen plenty of enforcers or, do a lot. Or count a pin. I have. That, again. that has happened many times in wrestling. So she shouldn't have counted a pin. She shouldn't have hit him with a trash can. Go ahead, Mr. Cohen. Go ahead. Whenever the referee is out, the special enforcer has the right to get in there and, and act as the referee unless until another referee is out there. That's that's the way it's always been in wrestling. But wouldn't you think that would be the job of, like, Damon Blade since he's, like, the one that's supposed to be running shit? Well, he's a director of operations. I mean, he's he doesn't get in there and fi- officiate anymore. But he he's does get in there and be the first person to shake your hand and hug you after this match. I, I guess he did get a little overzealous, but I mean, it's not like well, he had anything to do with the the outcome. So does that well, make he, uh, he put Madison Payne in the match? So he did have something to do with it. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Rebuttal that. Not like he told her to get in there and do something and and cost you guys the match. I mean, it it went down the way it went down. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Just we're not, say you're we're not, sorry. That's all. We're right. not touching on the common thing here, though. Andy, you beat Damon Blade. Yeah. Jason beat you, so Jason's better than Damon Blade. So maybe you guys can be friends in that aspect. <laughs> Nobody's as hyper as Damon Blade, but. <laughs> yeah, I guess what I'm trying to do is be like the, be the guy to help bury the hatchet here. You know, we, I'm always really break ground here. we always break ground here on Backtalk, and I don't know. I think it's just time. You two bury the hatchet and maybe go after a common enemy of Damon Blade. I don't know if Jason hates Damon Blade, but it sounds like it. <laughs> Jason doesn't hate anybody Eric but Draven? me and Steven Storm. Maybe you? Eric Draven? That motherfucker. All he does is insert himself in our matches. I'm I'm disgusted with what he did after the the match last week. He gave his wife a pile driver. Oh, what? Just for turning the heat. Eric Draven gave his wife a pile driver for just for turning the heat on. If everybody was cold. He kept turning the heat off. So he got mad after the match, I guess, because he lost and took her in there and gave her a pile driver. Ridiculous. Mm. His own wife. Well, maybe she should. Does she pay the heat bill? I don't know. Probably Damon Blade. I don't know. Betancourt, somebody. So, I mean, Damon Blade. So, yeah, well, wh- whoever's got the heat bill should be deciding on who's running the heat and not. So it's for, they're both in the wrong. You have to apologize your own wife. Listen, Dustin, you've never pile-driven your wife before. Well, not in a ring. <laughs> Just in the bed? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he was just giving some PDA. That's all. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I thought I of a whole different pile driver, I guess. The fans got a special show that night is what you're saying. <laughs> got to sell tickets. <laughs> you got to sell tickets. <laughs> Tune into the live stream. You'll never know what happens next. Yeah. Just, just tune into the one on either mute, 
YouTube or or Facebook, not the one on on uh, TikTok. <laughs> oh shit! All right, well, you're not gonna admit that you know you got a fluke victory. That's fine. I got a legit victory over Damon Blade, and you know how legit it is, Jason Cohen. It is so legit. It was printed in PWI. If you look at who actually sent it in, my name's under it, so I can't deny it. But was it a clean victory, Jason? Definitely not. (laughs) Hey, the record book says I pin Damon Blake. What is the record? Ask whether you cheat or not. What, What does the record book show on the other end of that? Between you two. We've never had a singles match. Oh, maybe we need to do that. Come on. We've never had. Hey, listen. We've never had a singles match. I forgot. You fought Steven Storm, didn't you? In that match. Jason, Mm -hmm. right? Correct? In the match you two are talking about. Yeah. With the enforcer. Who was was that match? Tag team match. Oh, tag team match. That's right. Yep. Forgot about that. Yeah, it was a tag match. Okay. So, Jason couldn't have done anything without Aaron and Madison. I'm not trying to say I'm an athlete, but, I mean, one-on-one with you, I don't know. Maybe we should explore that. I'd hate to see you drop your KFC again. Is that the only joke you have? Seriously, KFC. It might be. It might be. Sounds sounds like we need to make a one-on-one match and have two special enforcers. Listen. And and we make a chicken on a pole. A chicken on a pole. KFC on a pole. I will. I'm going to go on the record right now and say, if anybody wants to book it, KFC on a pole match, me versus Jason Cohen, but KFC has to sponsor it. All right. If KFC sponsors this match, I don't care who books it. Supreme. That that what that uh, promotion that Steven stored way too good to be at five star. Um, I don't care if it's Rattlesnake Promotions. Um. You know, something down in Shelbyville, Shel- some some Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Scottsburg, something, I don't know. Scottsville, Kentucky, if you want to go down to Scottsville, Kentucky and bug it. I don't care. Me versus Jason Cohen, one-on-one. KFC on a pole match. It has to be sponsored by KFC. All right, if, if that happens, I'll be down for it. Okay. There we go. Contract signing right here on Back Talk. We'll do the contract <laughs> signing. We gotta invite the Colonel. <coughs> so you brought up the chicken on a pole match. Has that match happened? Has we figured out have we figured out what that match is at five? It's in two weeks. Oh, it's in two weeks. So we still don't well, know what it is. Anything about it. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what I'll it be, is. I'll be there doing the music for it, so I'll get to see whatever this is. And I guess I'm going there with Steven because I I don't know why. I don't know why. 
Bumblebee. Are you playing the chicken dance song when they're coming out to the ring or when they grab this chicken on a pole or what? Oh! Jason, I will have a whole new respect for you if you did that. <laughs> if, if soon as somebody grabs whatever this chicken on the pole, I still think it's cocking a rod. But if you grab, if you grab the, if you play the chicken dance, <laughs> I'll have a whole new respect for you. I might even stop throwing popcorn at you at the arena. That would be nice. So, good but you have to, popcorn. you have to, you have to play the the chicken dance when somebody grabs the cock on a rod. So, cock on a rod. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, what 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 questions do you have for him, Dustin, if any? No, I, I guess. Uh, did you have any other in your wrestling career, or have you always been the sound guy at Supreme, or have you had a career in wrestling? Pretty much always been the sound guy. Well, I started out doing camera about seven years ago, kind of transitioned into sound about five years ago, and been an announcer except for the last couple of years. Cool. Pretty much do everything behind the scenes. Uh, what got you into wrestling? Like, like when did you start watching wrestling, and what got you into it into pro wrestling? I probably started watching around three. I can remember it being on, and I I was into it real heavily in the '90s, watching the the uh, Monday Night Wars, and just always been into it. I think think that's what got most of us probably at around our ages into that was the Monday Night Wars, uh, all the Attitude Era and all that. Were you yeah, WCW or WWE at that point? I was probably more WCW. Explains that was more WWF. That was more WWF. Yeah, I couldn't break away. I, that was my childhood. And I, I think I've explained this before. The reason I couldn't break away from WWF is because that was my childhood. Being on the East Coast, you know, out here, I talked to everybody here, and they, they all watched, you know, Memphis Wrestling, Mid-South, all that stuff. I was in WWE territory growing up. So that's what I got. I didn't get exposed to this other stuff. So just as it got bigger, it was just what I watched. You know, I wasn't exposed to the other stuff. Um, so when the Monday Night Wars rolled around, I was definitely a WWE guy because I just, that was my thing. I still, and and you, I don't know if, what did you grow up watching the most, Jason? Probably WWF. Until the like the early '90s when it started getting more, um, started to get cable, so we watched uh, WCW a lot Saturday night on TBS, and I don't know, I just kind of kind of liked the NWO more. I mean, I still like WWF. It was I tried to switch back and forth as much as I could, but but yeah, I grew up watching more WWF. I didn't get to see any of the Memphis stuff that they watch around here. I grew up in Cincinnati, so we didn't get any of that stuff on TV there. We got just basically WWF and then later on WCW. Okay. Because, yeah, for me, it was like if you saw something else, because I think it was the way WWF was so different from these other promotions. So everybody else says, oh, well, the other stuff was the real wrestling because, you know, it was real people, you know, where it was cartoon figures on WWF. But to me, it was almost like, in my mindset, you see something else, and it was 
well, that's just the honky-tonk shit. You know, like, the real stars, the real good wrestlers, they're WWF. Just because that's what I grew up watching. So, when it came to WCW, and when WCW was just in the one building, right, it was just honky-tonk to me. It wasn't that the stories and the characters that WWF had was not non-existent to me in WCW until the Monday Night Wars came around, and that's when it kind of maybe changed a little in my mindset as far as what their storytelling was. But at that same time, being a WWF guy, Stone Cold was so fucking hot that I was tuning in every week to see what Stone Cold would do to Vince McMahon, not what the fuck WCW was doing. Yeah, Stone Cold was doing to his boss what every person wanted to do to their boss. Yeah. Time Stone Cold was getting really hot. I'd mostly switched over to WWF more. W yeah, I was still watching WCW, but like the later it got into the nineties, the worse WCW got. So I'd watch more of the WWF. Yeah, I so was what? more WWF with like DX. I was a big DX yeah. fan. I love Stone Cold and like Sean Mike, you know, Stone Cold and like all those other guys, but you did, I always tuned in to see what DX was gonna do next. You know. Yeah. But see, that's what WWF had, right? They, they had, had a lot of stories. Somebody, you were tuning in to see whoever your favorite was do whatever it was they were going to do this week, right? Whether it be The Rock, whether it be Stone Cold, whether it be DX, The Undertaker, whatever, Mankind falling off more shit. Whatever it was, you were tuning in for that reason. Whereas WCW, it just had the NWO. What other story did they really have? Goldberg's undefeated streak. But that came into collision with the with the NWO. Yep. yep. No, and that's what I mean. Everything kind of led to the NWO or went through the NWO is what I should say. I didn't watch a lot of WCW growing up because I didn't have cable for that part of it. We always got the tapes from a friend that taped like everything, all the pay-per-views. So we would catch up on WCW like in a snowstorm or something. But I was—that's why I was with WWF. But that's just what I got out of it when I was a kid. Is that's what it felt like? Everything went through NWO. What were you saying, Jason? Saying that yeah, there was other stories, but not that you remember any you remember now. I mean, maybe at the time you're watching, you'd see other stories going on, but. Probably 95% was NWO, and even when they're having other matches, they'd be talking about the NWO stuff during the matches. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was, and, and that's what killed WCW ultimately. I mean, you can't, you can't run a promotion through one story continuously because it's, it's, you're just going to burn out. Yeah. And then they had like, at one point, they had over 50 members, I think, and it just, it got mm-hmm. so diluted. You know, if they if they stuck to what it was originally, even if they added all those people, but it was a takeover. If they stuck to that and could keep it to where people were like, what the fuck? Maybe even have an, your own fucking show, right? We didn't need Thursday Night Thunder. We needed NWO or whatever. 
Yep. And now, you, now you're keeping with the the trend of this is a fucking takeover, right? Um, and then you could have crossovers between WCW and NWO. Maybe WCW, after you establish that NWO show, invades over there. Um, because that was the only invasion angle ever that worked. Every other invasion angle was like, well, we've seen this. It's It's been done, and we know it's not real. Right. So... I think that's where I think that's that's been the downfall of where they missed out because if you kept that as an invasion even if it was just the two or three guys at the beginning as an invasion they took the belt maybe they took the belt and and WCW got run in with some other promotions right some smaller promotions and they took that belt and they wrestled with it on some other fucking promotions Can you right. imagine now you awesome. got a fucking story. Um, but anyway. Uh, so, Jason, the highlight of your wrestling career so far. What is it? Yes, you are. I, I didn't catch it. So probably that match, the, the tag team match against you and Steven. Probably. Is that... That if if I'm not wrong, that was not your first time in the ring. Oh, that was my first match. Well, no, technically I was in a rumble match, but that didn't last long. <laughs> okay, but I that was remember giving Steve, I remember giving Stephen the stink face on that rumble. I st- I still think he holds a grudge against me on that one. I would, but yeah, I would. <laughs> I would. The damnation. Damnation, wherever he's been, he came out and eliminated about 15 of us at once. So. Okay, okay. So, this, but that was your first match. What did it? What was it like teaming with Aaron Abbott? Uh, it was pretty fun. I mean, it was it was a lot of work going into it, trying to get. I mean, there's no way I can get into ring shape, and you know, however long we had to go up into that match. But I mean, I did best I could. Tagging with Aaron was great. What is the feeling like getting the pop? I can't. I can't even describe that. I mean, I was I was out of breath, but I mean, it was just just amazing. I I I can't even describe the feeling. It was huge. It is something you can't describe, and that is exactly what it yeah, is. But it's a, totally. it's an addictive feeling. Yeah. A very no matter what side of the, I guess we'll call it the aisle for now. What side of the aisle you're on? It is an addictive feeling getting a reaction. Yes, Dustin, I don't know if you felt much of that when you were had your brief stint. I did uh, when uh, uh, when uh, the ogre choke slammed me. It was just laying there. It was just like everybody's cheering, and it's like, hey, I actually did something. I mean, I'm on the bad side of it. But it felt amazing. I mean, we've all had that feeling now where, you know, I've only had it once. Jay said, I don't know, probably once or twice for you. But, you know, Andy's had it at all the booze, I guess we could say. But it's the feeling of it. Either side you're on is amazing. You know, just walking out of that curtain, walking out, getting into the ring. You're just, and then you get involved in something. And like I said, that choke slam. I'm laying there dead, hurting like crazy because it's like everybody says wrestling's fake. Go take, fuck, go take five bumps. And say it's fake. That's all I can say. 
Yeah. And I mean, it's it's an amazing feeling either way. And you know, you're walking out and listening to Outlaw talk as we were walking out and just hearing people as I was you were carrying me out, Andy. It just felt amazing because all everybody's like, he deserved it and all that. And it was just like it felt so great. The feeling is just you can't describe it, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's your adrenaline's so going. It's an addictive feeling. Uh, it is. It's like I can't, like, you know, like you could sit there. I thought about it on the drive home, and me and my wife talked about it on the way back. I'm like, okay, you were in that arena when you heard it. Can you imagine being in like WrestleMania or even just a Raw or SmackDown or a bigger venue and just get that that pop? And these guys hear it every night, no matter where they go. And they've all said that they don't get sick of it. Like you look at The Rock when he comes out from not being around for a while, points at his arms, you get to see all the goosebumps because it's got it's got to be surreal in those big arenas. But in a smaller arena, it's just as a, it's just as electric. I I'll tell you, I've had a few moments that are bigger like that. Not many. Um, when we had King of Supreme, or not King of Supreme, uh, Surviving the Steel, the place was packed. And when I, I, I said it on here, you couldn't put another butt cheek, not a single butt cheek, on a in the stands, let alone two. Um, and they were electric. They were mm-hmm. just electric. I've had um, Stephen and I do this piece during a match where I chant his name and the crowd responds. Mm. And I've had a few nights where they responded like through the roof. And it's like, wow. You know, um, so it's... It's ele- it just electrifies you. It just goes through you. I don't know what it is, but it's and it's addicting. And I don't know what it was like for you, Jason, but I know what it was like for me, especially when I first started. The next two days after, like coming down off that adrenaline high, like trying to find a way to get it back. I mean, describe that for us. Just, I wasn't really prepared for that. It was like, it's like it's it's over now, and like, like I wish I had that again. But yet, I know I can't. You know, I'm not an athlete. I'm not going to get in there every week or anything like that. But it's just like, it was so crazy because it was such a huge moment. And then I come home, and it's like almost nothing. And it's like, it's it's like almost like a letdown. But no, it's just it's crazy. If you watch wrestlers what they do on social media. Their most activity is post-match for the next two days. You're trying to find that. You're trying to get that reaction. You're trying to find some sort of, uh, you know, build-up again, right? It's just crazy. I, I know what it was like for me, especially the first couple times, and it was like, damn. And even my first my first couple times involved, I wasn't even I wasn't even necessarily an active member of the roster. 
because we go back to me kicking Draven in the nuts. The character around world. Yeah. Um, what was that? You were there, Jason, for that. Were you not? Yep. What was your thought of that? Were you understanding what was going on or did was was it a shock to you or what a shock i didn't know exactly where it was going but then when it happened i was like wow that just happened (laughs) guy just i think i think that's the good part though like jason you didn't know where it was going and no one else did and that's the best things to happen you have no idea what's going to happen as a person that doesn't know as a fan or even sound guy or anybody else in that arena, if you don't know what's going on, if something happens, it's so much better, you know? Yeah. I've been doing this for eight years and, and stuff like that. When I don't know, like have a clue of anything that's going to happen. It's like crazy. Yeah. You can be a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he got involved in my shit because we worked him up so bad. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> and how how's that working out for my son? Not too well. He's not he he's he not done anything since you stuck up for him. He did get a victory last Saturday. Beat Eric Valkyrie. The lady killer. <laughs> That's yeah, what he calls himself. Killer. I, just because he beats up on ladies. I mean, like that's that's his. It's not because he's actually getting any pussy. It's because he's beating up on ladies. But <laughs> so let's. Uh, you got anything else you want to ask Jason before we move on there, Dustin? I guess like being the sound guy, you played probably a lot of entrance music. What was the your like top two, top three favorite entrances to play? There's been so many of those. Right. No, exactly. Just, it's hard to choose. There's, there's some you get tired of hearing. Like, (laughs) are you, are you looking at Andy right now? I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) um, Like some, like sometimes they'll take like two minutes to come out. Like they wait to a certain part of the song and it's like, get out here already. (laughs) <laughs> so that happened and, to us, Dustin, when you were there. It, it did. Because we didn't know the show started. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know the show started and that and the music was playing. And then all of a sudden, we're told, I think your music's playing. And that was the one night I've, I've changed my music once, twice. Twice. Once, once for myself and another for when me and Steven were together. Um, but... It was the same song, just in a different, presented differently, and not not the original song. And so I didn't hear it, and so we're just bullshitting. Yeah, right at the <laughs> right at the curtain too. Yeah. Talking to everybody. Nah. <laughs> Look, your music's playing. Oh shit, it is. <laughs> I think it almost played through the whole time. First time. Like, <laughs> whoops. I know my least favorite song is probably Cameron Saturn or Tanner Saturn. Sorry, Tanner. Yeah. What is Tanner? Like I, yeah, I he changes his, like he changed his underwear. His brother Cameron's changed his music like almost every week for like two months straight. And I was driving me crazy. 
<laughs> That's the question. So does that drive you nuts when people are like all the time changing their music? Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, I deal with it. It's fine. It's just like, really, you just got this music. Like Eric Valkyrie does that a lot. Some like Eric Draven have only changed it like once or twice in like eight years. But I mean, a lot of them will change it four or five times a year, if not more. It's, I don't know why. And here's the thing that I want to tell people. people Here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to tell people that if you're in wrestling, want to get in wrestling, whatever, don't change your fucking music. Because when you, okay, when you hear hear a cult of personality now, what do you think of? Yeah. Okay. So if I change my music every other week, there's nothing attached to me. But now, if people hear sunglasses at night, what do they think of? Because I've had people tell me they've heard it come on in like a store. And this is yep. a, a, a worker told me this. I'll tell you, it was Charlie Key told me this. And he goes, I fucking hate you. I go, why? He goes, sunglasses at night came on in a store and all I could think of was you. Fuck you. <laughs> but that's... To me, if you're a super a wrestler, superstar, whatever you want to call a wrestler, you know, whatever you want to call him, that's what you want. You want someone to think about you just by hearing a song. Yeah. In my opinion as well. Hear it. They hear the music before you even come through the curtain. They're already ready to, to boo you or cheer you. If yep. it's a new song, sometimes they don't know what to think. And even when you get out there, they'll – I hear them all the time. Your song sucks. Change it and – Mm-hmm. Well, the the thing is with it to me, you know, like you were saying there, the song comes on, everybody's ready to boo or cheer or whatever, you know, bad guy, good guy, all that. But when you change your song, it's like, are you changing your character? And most people don't when they change their song. Your character is the same. Yeah. You know, if you like look back in the day, like Randy Orton's <laughs> had a couple different songs. He like changed his whole character when he went to Voices, from yeah. what I can't remember the name of his first song. Your character changes, and that's what that's what to me that's when you change your song is if you're changing your character to be something else. Yeah, I totally you know? agree with that. And and that's that's the thing that is a hundred percent key, Dustin. Like, I have some ideas that I would like to do in wrestling. And along with that I have some music that would go with it. But it is a different it might still be Andy Shades, but it might be a different Andy Shades. Right. But it's something you can't just use like for one storyline. You got to use that for a little bit just to build up the hate or the like in that song with that character, as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it it. The fact is, your music should reflect who you are. Period. Yep. Correct. Now I will tell you when I first got into this, when I was selecting my music, I made a suggestion of the song that I currently use, which is "Sunglasses at Night" by Corey Hart. Um, and there was a suggestion made to me of, um, cheap sunglasses by ZZ Top. I don't think it would have worked as well for one and two. I hate the song personally. Right. Don't like the song. No, it definitely Um, went to work. Definitely went to work. But as a sound guy, what do you think of that, Jason? If it would have been cheap sunglasses. As well. Yours, yours is more unique than that, because we've had a few ZZ Top songs, and and yeah, yeah, it definitely wouldn't have worked as well. 
it just I, I just think it fits the it fits the character it fits the personality so totally yeah um anyway that's that's about all I got so what was your music because I know your music was something about the Bengals yeah it was a song I'd found about the Bengals I don't exactly remember what it was I think it was made by fans but we just we decided to go with that because we were using the Bengals jerseys okay it works I kind of added the "Welcome to the Jungle" intro right before that, since they use that a lot at their which, games. So. Which is, I, I've explained to you, is the yeah. Philadelphia theme song, "Welcome to the Jungle." It's played at every Flyers game. It's played at every Wings game. It's played at every Eagles game. It's played at every sporting event in Philadelphia, and especially at crucial times in the game. That the Rocky no- theme. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the other song I could use, the Rocky theme. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> you better go climb a lot of steps while you're listening to it. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait till we're king. Um <laughs> That's this you weekend, hope. correct? You better hope, Jason. You better hope that somebody can overcome the superstar. That's all I'm telling you. You'd better hope and pray. Be pretty miserable there if if Steven becomes king. I'm certain of it. So, so who is, is your? This, who's that? Is that this weekend? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Friday. Um, Jason, who's your pick to win King Supreme? I don't know. I I don't know all the entrants in it. It's it's kind of a mystery. They don't have anybody listed, but. Steven's definitely got to be one of the front runners. You also got to think custom made's probably going to have multiple people in there. Like maybe we'll have somebody that's never been King before last year. King, uh, Charlie, Key's going to be in it. He's got to be one of the favorites. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as picking one favorite, I don't know exactly. I mean, I can tell you who's in and who's not going to win it. Okay. Brendan shades. It's not gonna That's win. right, he is in it. But what what if he does win it? He's kicked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Think I want to deal with that shit? <laughs> I don't want to deal with him now. Oh, all right. Well, let's let's move on. There's been I guess for a couple months an ongoing thing it's been an ongoing thing for a couple months and um, battle would if you would call it call it a battle you know people people trying to snake other people you know, bite them if they could, you know, um, rattle their cages, um, you know, that, that sort of thing. Um, I know Jason has been a part of it. Um, Jason, what, before you, I guess, give us a big reveal, um, Tell us about your feelings on what is go- what what transpired over a couple months. 
pretty much all been happening online, and I mean, just a lot of back and forth, and I guess I now I got to reveal my secret. I guess. Well, 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 we'll reveal that secret here in just a second. Um, okay. I don't know. I think it's a. It is a big secret. Are you excited for this secret, Dustin? I think you've yeah, seen some of some of some of what's what went on for a couple months. I think I've seen a little bit of what's going on, pretty sure. But I mean, he could he could swerve me so bad it could be a whole different secret to me. I might be learning something today. <laughs> you you might be learning something. Well, I guess let's just hold off for just a second on Jason's announcement. Hmm. I. I got a question for Dustin. No. No? Okay. Dustin, did you receive anything in the mail this week? I did. You did? I did. What did you receive this week? I I got a new Alexa and stuff like that. Wow. Uh. <laughs> wow. Alexa. Pl- play sunglasses oh. at night. I got, I got the titty trophy. The titty trophy. I gotta talk to uh, No Fun. Their sticker doesn't want to stay because of the wood. So I want to figure out where she wants it on here, and then I'll glue it on or do something for her. But... It actually, right where you have it is where it was. Yeah, look, I thought so. It was, it was off in front of it, so I figured. But so we'll probably put some glue on there so it actually stays on there for her. But I wanted to ask the question before I did that. But no. Got the titty trophy. I'm gonna sleep what is, with it. What is what is the titty trophy for? Explain to everybody for who doesn't know what the titty trophy is for. Fantasy football champion. I finally won one of these. Finally Look won the that. second year. No fun had it the first year. And now I hopefully I just get to keep it for a while. Yes. <laughs> and and you have to so you'll have to add something to it at the end of next year. Already got the plans. Already got the plans out. Okay. And, and explain to us. I think it comes down to who actually would win it and what I would add. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Well, explain to us what was added by No Fun this year. Uh, the sticker. Pound Town USA. Maybe you can explain Pound Town USA. So I can. I can explain Pound Town USA. Pound Town USA is where... The Indiana Heritage Champion, Queer Billy, um, is from. And he is uh, a wrestler that wrestles at Supreme and around Ohio and some other places. Um, So that is his sticker. He is from Pound Town, USA. He does a lot of fun stuff. I think it's probably subdued. Um, at Supreme, um, because he does have a move where he gets their arm, gets somebody's arm, they're on like their hands and knees, he grabs their arm up between his legs, and he's pulling on their arm, and then he he strokes their arm. Um, Get a little graphic here. Yeah, yeah. um, He is is Queer Billy. Uh... How do you announce him there, Jason Cohen, since it's at Supreme? G.G. Uh, Jacobs. G.G. Jacobs. Yeah, he's uh, half of the Move Makers tag team. Yes. 
Yeah, and and what does GG stand for? I have no idea. I wasn't told. I have an idea. I'm not sure of of what it what it is, but I can imagine what it is. Do you have an idea, or you know? I have an idea. I've never actually asked him. Um, I would say the second part of it is guy. So, and the uh, the first part of it would be three letters starting with a G as well. Gag. Gag. That keg. Gag. Keg. <laughs> Nuts up. <laughs> Gag. G A G. Gag. I don't even know that word. Get. <laughs> Get. Um. You never had a hot dog go down the wrong tube. God. Um, there's probably a lot of G words. A lot of G words. So anyway, are you, are you, are you happy to have received the golden tits for winning the fantasy football league? Yeah, it feels good. Never really had trophies for fantasy football. So that's my first trophy for fantasy football. One plenty, but yeah, you know, something you can look at and cherish for a year. Okay. Well, I knew, I knew that was an announcement that had to come. So I, I wanted to save our guest with his announcement uh, after that. Because, again, this is something that's been going on for a while. There's been some, for better lack of terms, um, assholes involved, I guess. Um, pieces of shit at times. Um I, I don't know how to describe it, really. I guess we'll just, at this point, allow our guest, Jason, to um, tell us what he's revealing today. You hear me? You got gotcha. you. All right. I guess it's time for my secret now. While all this stuff has been going online, I got it. something to show, I guess. What do you have there? This is the trophy with the same Pound Town sticker. I, th- oh, I think it's different color. That's different color. This is the trophy for being the loser of fantasy football <laughs> that I received at wrestling, and then everybody had a nice laugh at it. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is my secret. I am now have this trophy. And So for the people that are listening on Apple and Spotify and that kind of stuff and aren't watching... Could you um, describe what this trophy looks like? Well, it's golden, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know how big it is, but... I just hope this wasn't actually cloned from somebody's... Well, what is it? What? I mean, like, it's just golden something. Golden it's a golden, golden penis. penis. <laughs> golden, golden penis. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you have the golden, golden penis. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> so how excited are you <laughs> to receive your fantasy football trophy? Well, this is my first fantasy football trophy. It's not the one I expected, but <laughs> hope somebody else gets this next year. Look at it this way: it's only up from here. Yeah, it's, it definitely yeah, is up. Definitely up. It's up. So. Is it a good sized trophy for you? I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, 
I guess. Is it detachable? I don't know. I haven't tried to take it off. <laughs> Is it sturdy? Not... Is it stiff? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like it. I'm not... It looks stiff. <laughs> so, you that is what your... What did you do to that thing before you gave it to him? <laughs> Made sure it wasn't going anywhere. Uh, <laughs> so, you, again, you you will have to add something. Well, you, it looks like you already added something. You added your, your Pound Town sticker to... The the Golden Dick Trophy. So you, he, he's the inaugural winner of the Golden Dick yeah. Trophy. Yes. Although so you I will need. Would have. The good news is for you. Last year when we were when we were playing fantasy football, we kind of said that Justin, one of our co-hosts, is he's never played fantasy football. So whoever lost to him the most probably won that trophy, and that would have been me. So next year you're probably getting the titty trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I said, there's only up from there. Yeah, it's it's up for sure. Um, it so, definitely is. So, Jason, you will have to autograph that, um, okay. and, it, and it will go off to next year's loser. And we're not talking just loser. We're talking about, like, fucking last place loser. Um, you ended up losing the last place match to yep. the previous year's champion. So good luck to you, Dustin, next year. Um, it's only down you don't, from here for me. <laughs> hopefully you don't receive the golden golden neck next year. Uh, <laughs> so, well, we we appreciate our guest, Jason Cohen, uh, the Colonel's favorite um, customer, coming on to reveal his, uh, his big secret of his award. I'll tell you what, I gave that to him Saturday at Supreme and boy did everybody have good time. <laughs> oh, <I bet. laughs> yep. So uh, I it was it was sitting there and people didn't even realize it during interviews and they would look over at it and bust yeah, out laughing. And, and and so opening match of the night Steven Storm so as I walked by the announce table, the first thing I said is, Jason, show everybody your trophy. <laughs> get the time. <laughs> and Jason's looking at you like, you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm not showing anybody this trophy. <laughs> at least you could, at least you could, there, there was 12 other people in this league that didn't win anything. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So feel happy you got something out of it. Yeah. Um, maybe it'd be, be the embarrassment of having the golden dick. But, but listen, Gigi Jacobs might like to have the golden dick. I don't know. He might. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not everybody wants the golden titties. But uh, congratulations to Dustin and congratulations to Jason for your your awards. During the fantasy football season, I cannot wait till we do it again. Um, 
it was actually a really fun season. Um, yeah. It was. Ups and uh, lot, lot of injuries for everybody, and I think that's what Jason ran into. I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have a lot of injuries. I think that's why it was there. I do want to thank Marcus, though, for picking up all them quarterbacks so I didn't have to worry about choosing a quarterback. I just threw one in there. So that helped me out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumbass is what he is. <laughs> Let's um, pick up five quarterbacks, put them on my bench. That's all I have on my bench. <laughs> God, when you pull a move like that and you lose, ah, you're, uh, that's, you get the ridicule for that. That's for damn I, sure. I, I, had, I had two teams try that on me. Pick up some people that they shouldn't have been picking up. They shouldn't have been there and came back to bite them in the butt. And that's what I like about it. So I guess we can, we can ask Jason that. So you were involved in this league where we had two teams drop their entire rosters because they were losers. And how did you feel about some people picking up their players? This is, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was all right. It's just, I wish everybody hadn't dropped their teams. That could have been more fair. It's kind yeah. of a garbage move to do that. Yeah. Like even uh, when I was I, out of it, I didn't drop players. I was still trying to trying to win, even though I was completely like out of it, pretty much. You were trying not to get the golden egg. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't work out well. That's the goal of the year, not to get that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Do not you do not want that trophy. Um, but we expect pictures that we can put up on the back talk page from both of you with your trophies. Um, so please please send them to backtalkus at gmail dot com uh, <laughs> or or just to me. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I, I think that's it. I, I know there's. There's another secret that Jason has that has been also going on for months. Um, I do think we're going to save that maybe for another week or another episode. Um, But do you want to give any hints on that at all, Jason? Oh, let's see. Um, I know there's probably someone right now watching, waiting for that secret to drop. And like you said, we're probably going to wait another time for that. But I just want to say there is a secret, and it is coming out. I'm going to have to rattle a few cages, but we'll definitely get that secret out sometime. Okay. I don't know how much I want to reveal right now, but... Yeah, it's it, and it's, it's one of those secrets where we're going to have to actually have a serious show. Yeah, we don't I do agree. that. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> You're the first one in backtalk history. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is a serious topic. Uh, yeah. I do know what the secret is. Um, I think we're we're definitely waiting on a little bit more evidence for some, from some other things. Yeah, definitely. Um, because if that happens, then. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, it is it is all coming together, but I guess the thing I could tell people is, you know, when you live in a glass house, don't cast the first stone. Because, well you know, P- 
pe- you met. Here's the thing. People want to talk shit and do this stuff and think that they have won a battle. Okay? When the other person is laying low to find the biggest thing they can. And it's not winning a battle. It's destroying a country. Winning the war. So, just just remember that. If you live in a glass house, don't be the one that cast the first stone. And, you know, like, I think everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Nobody doesn't have something. Unless you're God. So, just remember that. You know, don't, don't be the one to be, you know, out there... Um, Thinking you're a big bad rattlesnake, and you know, doing this shit because it's gonna come back and bite you. Because the cobra is gonna kill you. I'm gonna say, it don't matter who you are, everybody has a predator coming at them. That's right. So doesn't matter what you are. Um, fi- final question. Said for- predator's a good word there. Yeah. Predator. To Catch a Predator. Remember that show? Oh, yeah, I remember that show. There's some fucked up people in this world. <laughs> Certainly is. Certainly is. Um, but let's end this on a fun note. And I want to ask Jason one final question. What is it like weekly to sit next to Madison Payne in my ass? Honestly, it's it's hilarious. We make jokes back and forth all the time. I don't know how we ever get any work done. We're joking about this or that, or I don't know. It's fun. So, how how did you feel when she got pumpkin pied? That was not fun. I don't think anybody enjoyed that except you and Stephen. That was the greatest moment of supreme. History. I don't know. Her dad might have liked that too. <laughs> That was the greatest moment in Supreme history. Dustin, did you see the highlights from that? I did see the highlights from that. Yeah. That was, that was was a great, great moment. Um, I guess, uh, I think the next time I come visit Supreme, I'm going to go hang out with Jason. There's always room over there. (laughs) Damon Blake Blake gets out of the way. I mean, listen, come hungry, (laughs) come hungry. There's always, there's always like a ton of KFC over there. Just come hungry. Um, Maybe some leftover soup from Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> Christmas no, I can't. Soup. I can't wait for my next trip to Supreme. You know, you got all the everybody's so friendly there, and everybody's the, the locker room so amazing, and you guys are you guys are all great people down there. Except for Jason Cohen, because he puts his nose into people's business. How we were bearing the hatchet on this? Come on. Until Friday. I to get buried. Until Friday. It's good until Friday. <laughs> until Friday. It's being professional you know, today. <laughs> you know, Jason controls a lot of stuff there with sound. I mean, he could, like, change your music yep. without you knowing. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I he haven't done that a lot. yet. I haven't done that yet, but it's possible. <laughs> I mean, I got the Barney theme song. <laughs> You've got which theme song? Barney theme song. Oh, good Lord. That, that, <laughs> I do I do believe there was an instance, and I won't say what the instance is, but there was an instance that um, 
Jason actually threatened everybody with the Barney theme song. Oh, boy. Yes. yes. He, he holds a lot of power in his hands behind that table. <laughs> I'm just I'm just waiting for dude looks like a lady. <laughs> oh, there's something out there. He's probably got a plan. You just you won't know about it until it happens. And it might happen that week I'm there <laughs> when I come down to visit. <laughs> We'll have to get together on something with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll play with that. <laughs> well, uh, thank you, Jason, for being here today, I suppose. And Thanks, guys, for having me. In. Because you, you enlightened my day with revealing your secret. Uh, that made my Sure day. I did. I mean, you got to admit, Andy, I mean, he is maybe better than Wu. <laughs> At least he yeah, talks so- to us. So that was the th- that was the thing, right? So we 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 said if this was shit today, that it was going to be the Woo and Mouse show next week. Yeah. So where are we at with that? I I, I enjoyed having Jason on the show. I don't think this was a bad episode, bud. I mean, who knows? Tony did launch on his boat today, and the skies were pretty black, and he was pretty scared, according to the picture he sent. So he might not make it back. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Well, I think I do think Jason said more. Um, than, oh, a lot more than Tony ever says. So, um, anyway, Dustin, you want to you want to take us home? I want to cover our weeks. What's coming up here, I suppose, and. All that. Jason, what's going on with you this week? It's where this thing keeps going off every five seconds. Anyway, we got <laughs> King of Supreme coming up Friday and Saturday. And, of course, everything that goes with that, I got to make sure I have all the the videos and stuff ready for that and highlights. And got There are going to be a bunch of uh, videos we shot from this past Saturday coming out and telling everybody why they think they should be king. So those are coming up. And, yeah. Pretty busy week whenever we got two shows. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. With that, have you have you approved mine? Yeah, I've got I've got yours on there. Is it is it has it been approved? I don't know. No, I haven't gotten it approved yet. Oh god. <laughs> I have, I have to send that over. Get that probably through back and forth. But I don't, I'll see if it. I can get it approved. He I'll threw us a special edits. <laughs> I think that uh, maybe that dick trophy he's got made its appearance. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, Jason, it was awesome having you today. I'm gonna go to Andy, see what he's got going on this week. We know he's got King of Supreme to turn into Jester of Supreme, probably is what he's hoping. But Andy, what else you got going on this week? Uh, oh, I'm going, I will be, if you can tune in on YouTube this week to OVW Thursday night, you will see me sitting ringside hard cam. Um, I, I made a little call out to one of their announced guys. What's up with you doing some crap with announced guys? What's with them stealing my shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, so we went a couple weeks ago to OVW. Right. This motherfucker 
One guy gets announced. He wears his sunglasses. Well, that's, that's my. Where's his sunglasses tonight? It's my fucking theme song. <laughs> the other motherfucker sits there the whole goddamn night with his sunglasses on. And now I wear it. mine because it's a fucking lifestyle. Okay. Right. But this guy, he, like, he can't even see. He sat there and got hit with pyro. Because he can't see. And his, dance, his name is Dancing Stevie J. So, since his name is Dancing Stevie J, I made a call out and said he needs to come out in a tutu. This coming Thursday. Oh, boy. And I said, if you don't like that, I'll be in the front row. Um, so, if you don't get... OVW locally, like we do here, tune into YouTube at uh, 7 o'clock, I think the pre-show starts. Um, that's Eastern Time. And the 7.30, I believe, is the regular time for the show. Um, it well, is live. Uh, the channel's OVW on YouTube? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I will be there ringside. Like I said, ringside hard camp. Won't be able to miss me. Um, so check out that. Uh, I did on my video. Al Snow did like my video. So um, that's cool. Maybe I'll make this guy wear a tutu. So I got that. I'm going going there, and then we have King of Supreme Friday, Saturday. Um, it will be Friday and Saturday for Stephen Storm because he will go to the end and win. Um, and there is just announced a, you know, King of Supreme was just you were King of Supreme for the year. Now, there's been an announcement. Which motivates us, motivates us even more. The King, whoever wins King of Supreme... Gets a title shot against Golden Boy Greg Anthony for the AIWF World Championship. Beating the pot a little bit to be king. That's go. I think world or king of the world sounds a lot better than king of supreme. So, everybody in that tournament better watch out because we we are coming through all of you. Oh, boy. This is my... But I'm telling everybody, Jason, you stay the out of my way. I'll stay out of your way. I have nothing to do with it. I'm just going to sit back and watch. Tell your Madison pain in the ass to stay out of my way. Because we're going to do what we got to do to win this tournament. And there's going to be other guys that are trying their best to do, do what they can to win it. But we have more motivation behind this than anybody else. Um, if it's being streamed live i don't know if it will be uh maybe jason could enlighten us if it'll be streamed live on facebook or youtube this week i, have, I don't know yet i don't know if we found out if it's going to be streamed yet but hopefully as soon as we find out we can let people know hopefully yeah. we have a big crowd yeah we normally uh, do for the king of supreme anyway but. yeah make sure you're you're following supreme wrestling events on facebook if you're not already i know most of you are yeah um so you can see if there is a stream. Uh, hopefully we can make an announcement if there is. Um, I'll try to keep everybody updated on that. 
but that's what I got going on, Dustin. Uh, you? Not much going on this week. Going to be a nice week up here in, in Minnesota. Get rid of some snow, like you were saying earlier. Um, gonna, hopefully going to enjoy some 20s and 30s, maybe some 40s. We're not sure. But get rid of some of the snow we have. We don't have a lot of snow, not like it was last year when you were up here, Andy. We got about five inches less than when you were here last year. But, uh, or two years ago now. But, no, not much going on. Just going to relax, chill out. Got pool this week like usual. And just not much going on. Ready for the football or the championship games this weekend like usual. Um, other than that, not much else going on. Uh, Jason, it was an honor having you on the show. Can't wait to have you back. Um, I don't know if Andy will allow that to happen, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I enjoyed having you. Like I said, you talk a lot more than Woo. And Wu will listen to this when he gets off the boat, but maybe he won't make it off the boat. Maybe he'll get lost in the Bermuda Triangle, maybe out there somewhere. But with that being said, everyone have a good week. Fuck you, Wu. Fuck you, Wu. Oh, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Before you sign us off, I got one question for Jason. Jason, if you had a wrestling name, what would it be? Wrestling name, what would it be? Yeah. I don't know. At this point, probably the Colonel. I don't know. <laughs> the Colonel. Fuck you, Colonel. <laughs> Fuck you, Colonel. <laughs> you're, you're our new sign-off. Fuck you, Colonel. Uh, oh, that being said, everybody have a good week and hope you enjoyed the show. And nuts up. Fuck you, Colonel. Fuck you, Colonel. Let's go. You know I'm casting with Peroni Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's up in this podcast? Blaze it up. Blaze that pot up, Tony. What's up, Shades? Money guns, talk it all. Tony, talking stuff up. Just the P, my boys. Yeah, we talking stuff up. Andy, surely be looking good in the shades. And when we say it on the mic, Dustin, we got it made. Money guns, just the P. Yeah, they living it up. Low life, yo life, boys, we talking it up. Slaying while we playing on the pockets for sure. Slip my boy four shots when he's got work in the morning. Trade <coughs> look at me strange, but you know I don't care. Step into the pod shed and see what happens in there. Quit squawking a back talk, we'll hit you with the bat. Take a kick to those nuts and take a bomb on this mat. B Town, he's renowned as a man with the shades. And if your nuts get cracked, dude, shut your face. Come back, get back, that's a part of success. If you believe in back talk, you'll be relieving your stress.